Hey, this is Adam Green, creator of the Hatchet franchise and the TV show Holliston, and you are listening to Nightmare Junkhead. In and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that once subsisted on only Pedialyte and candy necklaces. My name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we're reflecting on our October happenings and breaking down all of the shenanigans with our annual Halloween Hangover episode. <laughs> but before we get into that game, let me remind you we're part of the phenomenally frightening Phantom Podcast Network. Phantom. And you can find all of our past episodes along with a host of other horrific horror podcasts at downrightcreepy.com. Or if you're like me and you like to listen to us on the go, simply search for Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes or SoundCloud app. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. I'll open your hangover hole. So we are here at the end of October, as yes, it were. Yes, yes. And as we the, said... The beginning of November. Yes, yeah. and I'm going to start everything with a confession. Uh-huh. There's something about the whole... 31 days of October, that little movie challenge yeah. where they challenge you to watch a horror movie every day. Yeah. It makes me feel like a bad horror fan because I could not do that. This I can I can never do that for some reason. Don't feel bad because that 31 days of horror, that's for the normies. I mean, the, the people that aren't you right, know, actually that in, don't imbibe breathe Halloween. horror and Halloween every day like we do. You know, so that's the 31 challenge. Like, for example, if we want to do one for the horror crowd, we should say 31 days of rom-com. And let's see how many of us can do that. You know what I'm saying? I guess that makes sense. But I mean, I did see a lot of the people that I know dig horror all year round are able to they, do it. They, they are able to do that. But I, at the same time, I would like to think that we have made up for it in many different ways. I would hope so. I would hope so. And in fact, that's basically what we do here because we did this a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was actually the day after our initial marathon that we first yeah. uh, our first nerdoween marathon so this would be our third mm-hmm. uh, third halloween hangover episode and what we like to do is like tradition I said, we like to kick back and <laughs> right. just kind of reflect look. yeah and we did a lot of things fuck yeah this month this october has been one of the busiest and biggest and best ones in a long time it really was yeah. um just a mix it's, and it's a combination of stuff that we screened at home and mm-hmm. then the stuff that we were able to actually engage in mm-hmm. out in society as yes. if you will and so i know what with a lot of people a lot of the, the there are a lot of home screenings so I, what i was really impressed with this this month is the fact that we were able to go out and do a lot of these films in the theater yes exactly bring the horror not home but out and about so and then experiencing all of this with the crowd was Yes. Phenomenal. Especially the first timers. I mean, all the movies that we've hosted, shown, screened, whatever, first timers, they're always like, wow, it's it's awesome to expose people to new cool horror. Yeah. And we've and, and speaking of new cool horror, I'm not sure where we should start yeah. with this whole with our with the, the reflection here. I want to start with I, I got to start by kicking off. Um, I know it's not technically October, but I did it. So it started off the Halloween season with the horror at the drive in. There we go. That to me was the kickoff. And that is something not only I'm I hate to say I'm proud of because like you know you shouldn't be proud but i mean i think i think i did good it's like i had a blast 
I, again, I am an antisocial, <laughs> socially awkward person, and I was there, and I had a blast. Yeah. There was a combination of, number one, of just having all your friends there, mm-hmm. everyone socializing, having fun. Keep it local vendors. Yeah. The fantastic vendors that yeah. we had there. And then also the experience of the drive-in. Mm-hmm. I would have been ages since I'd been to a drive-in. In fact, yeah. I remember I actually saw... Probably the last time I was at a drive-in was when I saw Ghostbusters back in 1984. Nice. So it had been a long time. Yeah. And it was a double feature. And mm-hmm. so this, in terms of our watch list, uh, we screened both Monster Squad and Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. And so that, and it's and Monster Squad screened first. And just even hearing people in other cars, you could hear them quoting. Yeah. You could just hear people laughing. Yeah. It was so much fun. I, I forgotten how much I enjoyed that. So we're thinking that's going to be an annual thing, correct? We are. Excellent. We're doing more than thinking about it. Okay, I'm, just, it will I'm, gonna, I'm working my ass off to make it an annual of everything. <laughs> and so that being said, then in terms of how we got started there, I'm just going to go down in some of the the movies I screened mm-hmm. here this year. Uh, some of them we've talked about before. Some of them it'll be our first chance to talk about. So this yeah. is almost like the. 100 review episode in terms of yeah. <laughs> right so i will say this just in terms of some of the new stuff that i saw because i do try to especially in the month of october to yeah. seek out new horror mm-hmm. because for me it's really easy to fall back on the classics like right Monster squad and halloween exactly and so i made sure to check out some new stuff and so one of the first ones that i was able to check out thanks to netflix mm-hmm. was um uh, mike flanagan's uh, gerald's game Oh, that movie is crazy. And I'm curious to did you have a chance to see yes, that? Yes, I did. Okay. Would you number one, would you qualify it as a horror flick? Absolutely. Absolutely. One, even if it, you can't go by Stephen King's name alone right. because Shawshank, right? right? Certainly. But anything not prison, Stephen King, you're guaranteed horror for some most part. And the fact of the matter is, it's just so dark and mean. It's 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 such a it's psychological reflective horror mm-hmm. you know the horrors of the past and i'll tell you what that once the hand that the m- scene that made my hand hurt i was like holy shit apparently when it screened I, i'm trying to remember which festival it played at but i mean they said the people lost their shit yeah during that moment it's and even so graphic seeing it at home by myself i was doing the wiggles yeah and yeah the, it, i mean it really affected me but even more like you said i think is the performance of Carla Gugino, she killed it. And, she did so good, and that has to be such a tough role because you're—it's almost like a—it's a bottle episode because there's mm-hmm. pretty much one location. Yeah, and it's like, how do you carry that in suspense yeah. for an hour and a half? You're you. She was carrying the show. I mean, she was playing two different characters, mm-hmm. but she was still carrying the whole show. I mean, it was. It was it was fantastic. It was intense. It was intense. And had you ever read the original book? I tried to. It's one of that's one of my Stephen King starters where I start reading it and then like life happens. Right. And then like, oh cool, comic books, you know, or something, you know. Squirrel. <laughs> right. So that's that's a Stephen King starter. I own it, but I don't I haven't, I haven't read it. it. Yeah. Well, I heard the end because the ending is a little in, it's interesting just in mm-hmm. terms of it how is. it's set up. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's almost pitch like a copy of the ending from the book. So I'm curious because you, you didn't really like Hush because this is the same guy that did Hush. Yeah, I didn't like Hush. I thought they could have gotten more with Hush. Mm-hmm. And but this this movie it went it went more, 
but it went just enough. Do you think you maybe know? that's more his wheelhouse? Uh, like maybe a psychological horror like that? I think so. It seems slasher? To, yeah, he seems to be doing a lot better with that kind of material yeah. than with like straight up horror. Because Hush was cool. It had a really interesting premise, but there was some times where almost like in my It Follows thing where I was like, God damn it, why didn't you do this? You know? Or like even at the killer's point of view, I was like, God damn it, why didn't you do this? This is what I wanted. This is how I would have killed or wanted yeah. you to kill, but you didn't. And it didn't, it, there wasn't enough payoff. And I know it's like, it's not my movie, but at the same time, it's my expectations of the movie. And you are a true fan, so right. you you do bring your own personal baggage into it, I guess. Right. But ultimately, I really think this was a good, and apparently he's been wanting to do this adaptation since he read the book. Well, he did it great. He yeah. did it great. Here's I thought a- it was impressive. It was had the nauseating parts to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that I saw on Netflix as well, and I don't know if you got a chance to watch this one, was Cult of Chucky. I haven't watched it because I haven't seen the last one yet, and I'm... Not that I'm a purist like right. that, but I'm kind of a purist like that, you know? So, yeah. yeah. I'll tell this. It'll be worth your time. I really? had a blast with Cult mm-hmm. of Chucky, actually. And I'd only seen Curse once before. I really enjoyed it because... Is Curse worth my time, too? Curse is definitely worth your time. In fact, so that should be a good double feature? Oh, yeah. In fact, I would actually argue, and I kind of, I'm kind of i curious to see what you think on this, just in terms of... We've talked franchises before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done a Friday the 13th retrospective, mm-hmm. we've done a Halloween retrospective. I really think that the Chucky franchise is becoming one of the most versatile that are yeah. out there because what we're seven films in. Right. And the fact that they've done so many changes, mm-hmm. tone and so forth. Which is good, which keeps it fresh, like what they've done with uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like, what, uh, counting him versus Jason, there's like 11 something, 11, 12, some it's shit insane. like that. Uh, but you, like we talked about before, he has the different arcs and the same thing with Chucky. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he knows... It, they're not the they're not my favorites, okay. but I can definitely respect them, and I do enjoy them. Except I didn't like the uh, Son of Chucky or Seed uh, the of, Chucky. of Chucky. That one was kind of dumb. Well, but, it's it's interesting because the connective tissue is Don Mancini has written all of them mm-hmm. from Child's Play all the way to Cult of Chucky. So that's like the connective tissue is there. So you have a consistent like voice, yeah. with a lot of them, but they've done such tonal changes, like with Bride and Seed. Right. Because I honestly think when you look at like Child's Play one and two are great. Absolutely. They still really hold up. I like three. See, three. I like three. I appreciate uh, it, but I think that's where you get into the, you start running into almost, I dare I say, it's just, you're repeating everything again. Yeah. And then that's where he really gets, starts getting really goofy. Not, he, that's. Transitioning yeah, into. Yeah, because then when Bride comes out, he's full on like Bugs Bunny. So. Well, and, and it did take a tonal turn, but then Curse and Colt, they go back to horror. And I will say this, uh, um. Uh, God, Brad Dorff's daughter, Fiona Dorff, mm-hmm. is phenomenal in both of those films. But she looks so much like her dad. Hmm. It's just, it's not distracting, but you just see Brad in her face. And the fact that there's an interesting twist in Cult where you're like, oh my God, she's doing this, doing, it's like this Inception layered. Kind uh. of thing. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's uh-huh. got some great kills in it. Uh, the gore is good. And I just, I, I'm, I'll say this, I will check out the next film. I like what they did enough, and the, mm-hmm. the little twist that happens at the end, I want to follow along. Yeah. So, yeah, hands off to them on that. And it was actually, uh, Cult of Chucky is the first one that Don Mancini actually got to direct as well. Oh. So, oh. that in and of itself is a great thing. Huh. Um, but the other thing, and I know you haven't watched it, but mm-hmm. I got caught up on, is uh, The Exorcist TV show. Season two is in full swing right now, and I'm really digging it. Yeah? It's really good. Just huh. in terms of the scares, 
the tension, the characters, they're all working really well for yeah. me. And I'm glad they got a second season. Nice. And I know you're still a little behind. On, I think I'm you've super seen like the, behind. Yeah. Like I've seen like two episodes. I'm like two episodes in. And again, so. it's one of those things, like you said, with Stranger Things too. You've already binged everything, but it's like there's other Something stuff I out can there watch, again. Yeah. It's I would just, like there's so much to watch. I don't know what I want to watch. There's too much TV. Yeah. There's so much TV, and there's yeah. good stuff that's out there. Even that's with the thing. The original content, like in Chiller right now, mm -hmm. uh, Shutter, um, like you said. Um, so that was kind of the main ones from home for me. Um, let's talk about speaking of Netflix. Let's yeah. talk about Babysitter. Okay. You enjoyed this one. I enjoyed the shit out of Babysitter. Uh, I liked where it went. I liked the story, the twist of it, and even then, like, aw, moments. I was like, it It worked for me. It was a good, fun, weird movie. But. I appreciated yeah. it more than I liked it. For some reason, I don't know. The tone felt off for me. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't digging on the humor. I liked the gore. I like the I like the gore. twist in it. Yeah, I just for some reason the melding for I don't know why. Just maybe it was my mood at the time, and it's another one I'll revisit. Mm -hmm. I didn't dislike it enough not to revisit it again. Right, but to give it maybe it's it's fair due. But I just for some reason I just did not click with it the way everyone. And maybe it was because everyone was like, "Dude, you're gonna love this movie," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then within the first like five oh, minutes, was it the high expectations, low result have, thing? It may that, have been. That's burned a lot of movies for me. Um, yeah, definitely watch it. I wouldn't watch it anytime soon, but maybe like next year, watch it really? with fresh eyes. Okay. I okay. mean, cause like I thoroughly enjoyed this and I, I think it was just, and horror comedies are hard to do. They, they very are hard to do. And I can definitely uh -huh. see, and I understand again why people dig it so much. Yeah. I, I appreciate, I just, I appreciate it more than I liked it, Yeah, but I will revisit it. It's not one that I'm just like outright dismissal or anything like right, that. Right. I will always give it a second chance, Yeah, but it was just that first time. And for some reason it just didn't, I, I was like taken, I was going through my phone on Twitter. Like I don't normally do not do that. With right, films. right, right, right. I just wasn't in trance with it hmm. for some reason. So mm. again, I'll, I'll give it another chance. Yeah. Though. Give it another chance. I mean, you might, you might dig it. You might find it. You don't dislike it worse, but I thought everything worked in the fact where I was even like, welcome back. McGee. Wait, you know, so, <laughs> well, I never knew McGee had the little horror in him. Me so. neither. You know, because if you think about what people normally associate him with, he's just he's fat, almost Mr. Fast and Furious. I right. mean, he's Fast and Furious knockoff. You know, he even had that show Fast Lane. That's right. That's, yeah, oh my God, I, I liked. Forgot. I liked. Did that you like, show? I liked that show. I did. I did. I watched every fucking episode. I was gonna say you celebrate his entire catalog. I do. Apparently. I like Charlie's Angels. I liked his Charlie's Angels movies. I mean, I can't. I can't hate on the Charlie's Angels. Food. They're but, fun. They're but fun. yeah, he he's got a good sense of horror to yeah. me, and in the gore because it's action gore. Yeah, and it's very goofy. If I don't think he if he tried to make a straight horror movie, I think it would be fucking garbage. Yeah. But if this, I think he pulled it off. So you will continue to check out McG Horror? I will. McG Horror. McGore. McGore. There yeah. we go. <laughs> um, we also had the opportunity to see a lot of really good films out in the wild. Yes. Which is <laughs> one of the things I'm really, in terms of the amount of films that we saw, this is where yeah. I'm pretty impressed with. So any particular one that you would like to start with? Any? Reanimator. Okay. <laughs> That was such a good screening. How was that? I had so much fun. Um, I dressed up like Herbert West. Um, I gave a hard trivia question. Um, it was actually not hard. It was like, okay, um, this is what's another pairing of the Cthulhu mythos with it comes with Stuart Gordon 
uh, Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton from, from Beyond. Right? Did someone know that? It's right okay, off the bat. Good. Boom. Good, good, good. And I'm like, cool. And there was people in reanimator shirts again. Wow. And yeah. Um, but it was weird because only half the crowd has seen it before. So this was a fresh yep. watch. And so <laughs> the, the, the head scene, that scene, the head, head scene, it, it kind of skeeved some people out. But I think because it was so over the top, people were like, okay, this is stupid right. fun, you know, because it's a, it's a funny movie. I mean, it really is. It's a horror comedy. Yeah. So, and just Jeffrey Combs just being so weird. He's wonderfully weird <laughs> yeah, in it. He He's is. so good. Well, every performance, he he brings something to it. Like, shit, Frighteners. He's yeah. beyond oh, yeah. in the Frighteners. My body is a roadmap of pain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because that night I was actually thinking about going to check out Reanimator. I wasn't even going to host with you. I was just going to kick back and relax. Mm-hmm. I decided against it, and I and the reason I did this, and this is actually kind of funny because ultimately, that night I saw the scariest thing I think I saw the entire October mm-hmm. was uh, last year I got back into basketball, watching basketball, pro basketball, and so that night was actually NBA's opening night, and so I was like, you know what? I've seen Reanimator. I've seen it on the big screen. Right, right, right. I can bypass this. I ordered myself a pizza. Mm-hmm. I got some Coca-Cola. I was going to make a night of it. And the first game were the Celtics and uh, the Cavs. Oh, shit. The Celtics and the Cavs, right? Mm-hmm. And not five minutes in, I saw one of the most horrific things. I've not de- definitely in that month, but almost my entire life. Uh, Gordon Haywood was this brand new player for the Celtics and unfortunately came down on his leg in an awkward way and it did one of those things that you can never unsee basically one of those horrific kind of sports injuries to the point where it happened and i i just let out one of those oh god by myself in my bedroom and it it was one of those those physical reactions it was hor- it was like watching gerald's game with the hand scene just in terms of the just how horrific it was are you watching you'll never be able to unsee this it's quite awful poor gordon Wait, did that guy just stomp on him? He didn't get stomped on. His uh, his leg. Holy came to- <laughs> shit! Holy shit! Yeah, it was it was unsettling. It it really bothered me. Because- oh my gosh, he's he, he's he's walking, coming and going. He's yeah. he, his foot is backwards. It's it looks like something you would have seen in a horror movie. Yes, it does. It looks like something a Dr. Herbert West would have performed on. Basically, this is screaming mad George, man, yes, yeah. dude. <laughs> it does it, it was horrible holy and it, shit and it actually kind of put me in a bad not a bad mood but holy i was shit i was affected by it and it took even it Ooh. was it was funny because like you could watch the players react and they were and they were unsettled oh. the, the, the fans were so it put a weird kind of like oh nba Horse action spin, yeah. right it's fantastic <laughs> shocktober <laughs> it was and it was ironically avoiding reanimator i saw the scariest thing that <laughs> Ever happened on that? Oh, um, but no. I'm glad, but it's, yeah, it was it was awful. So ultimately, I got my scare that night, even though I didn't get this reanimator. Uh, I had a chance to uh, screen and host a 35 millimeter showing of Night of the Living Dead. That was phenomenal. Yes, because it was a, it was a print that was about 50 years old. Oh, so I mean, it was like really gritty and grainy. And it had the first reel had the the most character I've seen. And when we, we talk about the 35 millimeter screens, you know, we like the ones that have the grit and the grind and the grain and all that shit just makes it, ah, just makes it so much better. And it was great because there were certain like little burn things in the first reel. And so like Ben never had an issue, but, um, when it was, uh, Oh, what's his name? Is it, um, in the cellar, 
Oh God damn it! The the the, the, f- the man in the cellar basically. Anytime he came on and his face, it would like you could see like there were burns on it. It was incredible. <sighs> so it was just perfectly placed. Um, but also what I like when we, they do the thirty-five millimeter of the trailers they ran beforehand. What uh, they ran? Return of the Living Dead two. Uh, Dead and Buried. And Dawn of the Dead. Wow. Yeah. And it was, but what was interesting though was, again, a lot of people were seeing it for the first time, mm-hmm. but they were, ve- it was almost like they were zombies themselves. <laughs> I've never seen a more, it wasn't a laid back crowd, but it was just, they just didn't seem to have any life in them. Just like, they, like not morose, like but just, it was interesting. So I, you're I like, couldn't... hey, how's it going? <laughs> I didn't know to aim for the head or, you know, make for the exit. Well, it's a good thing you're the brains of this outfit. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> and they would have had a lot to chew on there. Uh, but that was a Hope good choke. Choke ah. on him. <laughs> now, that was a good time, though. Um, and we had recently um, hosted a Night of the Living Dead screening mm-hmm. when uh, George A. Romero had passed away. Yeah. So it was still pretty fresh, but it still plays so well. Oh, yeah. And that's one of those movies that I don't care if you don't like black and white or there's that it's still effective it's a goddamn cinematic masterpiece it's re- socially relevant yeah. especially the ending so yeah. it still packs a punch uh but one of the other good 35 millimeter uh screenings that we had was for scream yes that was a lot of fun that was a very that was a lot of fun just seeing it with a crowd again because people good. love that, that was movie. a good crowd yeah that was they had energy yeah um and i had talked about it before Scream, when I saw it originally, that was one of my all-time favorite movie-going experiences because I wasn't expecting to be scared. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, that intro, Yeah. when Ghostface turns around, and I mentioned it during the... When I saw it originally, I swear, and I don't know, maybe it was the theater, the lighting was wrong, but I don't remember seeing his outline at all. I just remember pure black and then the white face. And it... I... I ah! When I saw it originally, I'm not afraid to admit it. I yelped big time and I was then and it sucked me in. And I remember that experience because I was kind of like all bound up and I was like all tense because I was actually scared. It made me afraid of the night scenes. Like whenever night would hit, I'm like, oh, God, here comes the scary stuff again. So I was I would I kind of joked. I was like been chasing that dragon ever since trying to get that fright feel. Mm -hmm. But that crowd and that screening, man, it killed. I loved it. It was just so good seeing it on the screen, hearing people react, the laughter. It was I, that was one of my favorite screenings this yeah. month, actually. Um, another one of mine uh, this month was Ghostbusters. Oh, that's right. Because um, I got tickets for Shorty, and Shorty never has really seen. She's seen me once or twice to do something with like, but like a kids movie, something. right? But this was her first time. Where like I'm da 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 and the hosting, and I'm, it's the it's the one where I'm passing out presents and shit to everybody. Yeah. And so she goes, "This is so." And it was her first Ghostbusters experience. That's really Which cool. is even cooler because she got like glow sticks. And of course, Uncle Jay hooked her up. I was going to say, of course, of course. And so she's just having a ball. And I'm like, do you like the movie? She goes, that movie was great. She goes, I like the Marshmallow Men and I like Slimer. And, I'm like, and I was like, I thought you might like that. So it and was just super cool to like see actually sit down and like not i we talk about to the kids like you know like did you see what you'd think right. you know but like to actually sit down and talk to shorty about like the movie she goes yeah the movie was cool and like there's another one yeah and i'm like yeah it's not as good oh and but it's still pretty good. yeah let's go see, let's eat sometime i'm like oh, of course yeah 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 so nice. it was pretty cool that is and it's, it's that experience of kind of handing down something yeah yeah you know? and so those who don't know shorty is uh, genius's niece mm-hmm. uh has she seen the the new the newest ghostbusters i don't know okay that's 
one thing we didn't I didn't ask because okay. I was just like, let's just keep it at this one for the, the OG for now and right. then kind of transition into it. <laughs> well, then uh, we also got a 35 millimeter screening and this was an interesting one as well was a uh, Halloween four. Yeah. The, reven- the return. The return. <laughs> not going five yet. It, it, it went pretty good. I mean, a lot of people haven't seen it. And like the fact that people that have seen it are like, yeah, fuck, yeah Halloween four, you know, because that's a good return to form. And one. you had you would you actually saw that originally in mm-hmm. the theater, didn't you? Mm-hmm. OK, I hadn't. I've never seen that on the oh, big screen. Really? So that was wonderful. Yeah. And a, a good 35 millimeter print. And the, actually, the really cool thing before that is they did an all 35 millimeter pre-show. Mm-hmm. So you got like all of the Halloween trailers in there um, all the way up to, I think, number six. Um, an interesting crowd as well. That one, I didn't think they didn't have the energy for some reason, if I remember right. Um, it was mixed. Yeah. It was because it was very, very late. Yeah, it was I think, the it late was, show. It was late, not super late, but I mean, it was it was a late night. So any, anything after 10 o'clock for me is late. So they can definitely <laughs> count on that one. Uh, another one that we saw and we had a chance to host through the film club. And this is another one that you need to see it with a yes, crowd. Yes. Uh, but Tragedy Girls. That movie is so good. It was it. it I Everybody liked it. I mean, except for one or two. But for the most part, it was a smashing success. And it's making its rounds on the uh, the festival circuits now. I know up in Chicago, actually, they're getting ready to screen it for the Cinepocalypse uh, mm-hmm. little movie fest that's going on. But I think that one, ultimately, if you're a fan of Scream... If you're a fan of like Leslie Version, Leslie behind the mask, mask, yep. Um, If you're a fan of like even like teen comedies, Mm -hmm. I mean, because they hit the tropes so well. And this, so for me, if like comparing Tragedy Girls to The Babysitter, both because Tragedy Girls is kind of a horror comedy. Uh I laughed genuinely at it, but the horror hits well and the gore hits well. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I if I had to choose one, I'd go Tragedy Girls over The Babysitter. I might have to agree. Okay, okay. I might have to agree. Because, I, I, I mean, like, I liked, I really liked The Babysitter, but I really liked Tragedy Girls. I thought Tragedy Girls was, I think here's the difference. I think Tragedy Girls is smarter. It is. It is. I mean, The Babysitter, it's 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 a fun, smart comedy, but it's it's dumb goofy. Um, Tragedy Girls, is it's still kind of goofy, but it's more realistic, and it's very smart. And they're also kind of poke, not doing a little satire on social media. Oh, absolutely satire. The, the corruption. Big poke. Yeah, so. And the gore worked. Um, and also. The gore was great. And, then, and Kevin Durant fucking killed it in this movie. He killed it. He, I'm a big fan of Kevin Durant. He's great. Yeah. Well, there is a moment in there, if you're a fan of the original Halloween. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. If you wanted to think about what happened at the very end of Halloween, it, that made me laugh out loud. I probably snorted like and probably scared someone, I'm, I'm sure, at that point. But yeah. no, that one played wonderfully. Um, another highlight of the uh, the month was getting to screen Friday the 13th Part 3 mm-hmm. with Larry Zerner in the audience. So that was very interesting. Well, but more than anything, seeing it on the big screen, it made me realize Friday the 13th Part 3, beyond the introduction of the hockey mask, eh, you know, yeah. I could go with or without it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's fair for the most part but it's just one of those that i don't necessarily need yeah i well, i've said it before and i'll say it again larry cool shelly fuck shelly fuck shelly that so yeah i mean if people could say oh no friday the 13th great i'm like okay why right. well because you give jason's met okay what else take that away what else you don't really get yeah it's yeah. i mean i i really like the scenes with the, the beginning with the um the store keeps Oh yeah, that was that was like my favorite scenes, and then like yeah, other than that, no. So it was so. kind of that was kind of a not necessarily a bummer by any means, but it's like 
okay, yeah. I can do with it out. Uh, we had a chance for Nerds of Nostalgia on our Monday Mystery Movie Night to screen 1987's The Hidden, yes. which was a lot of fun. That, and that was crazy fun. That was, And that one played wonderfully mm-hmm. with the crowd. Because um, nobody saw that movie. No. Have you noticed all, all of the movies that we've been showing like nobody's seen? I mean, whether it be a Tapcade, Alamo, wherever, like it's been crazy. The fact that like movies that we have seen millions and millions of times that nobody's like, well, my first time seeing it. It's crazy to me. And that's kind of the philosophy behind the whole Monday Mystery Movie Night is to, you know, introduce people to these films that we live and breathe, Mm -hmm. but they are not known to the general populace. But yeah, The Hidden played like gangbusters. If you guys want to, you can always listen to the Nerds of Nostalgia episode that we recorded right afterwards, and you can hear people react to The Hidden as well. But yeah, definitely a good body swap in, Mm -hmm. heavy metal, Mm -hmm. just how do we, how do we know who we are kind of flick. Squiddly diddly. The squiddly diddly indeed. (laughs) Now, another one that um, I enjoyed here was, let me see here. Here we got there. Oh, arguably, you can argue whether or not this one is horror or not, um, but it's got some horrific elements. And I know you had a chance. We didn't see this one together, but um, the brawl in Cell Block 99. Ooh, that movie was good. That, But it, it was, it's a slow burn action movie. It's a really it's slow a burn. It's a super slow burn action movie. But once that last 20 minutes of action hits, it is the, one of the most, some of the brutal shit that I've seen on screen in a long, this since the raid. Yeah. Since and that's a brutal ass movie. Another movie that elicits that physical response of pain, where you go, "Oh my yeah. god!" Yeah, I, I winced multiple times in that movie. There was a moment with teeth mm. on there that, yeah, it was yes. <laughs> but it's and the, boots. Oh my I but I actually that was one that I really enjoyed the slow burn on mm-hmm. just in terms of the buildup because I thought Vince Vaughn's character was really interesting just in terms of how just malicious he was but at the same time not necessarily yes he was a decent man just that was just Had capable of just horrible brutal things in fact that that intro scene when he just destroys that car yeah that in and of itself i was actually kind of scared me just because it, looking from someone's point of view other point of view is like Ugh. i never thought i'd be scared of vince vaughn yeah, I. But if I saw Vince Vaughn and Nelly, I'd be like, oh, "Okay, cool, dude. I'll go the other way." Yeah, you would. Dude, he's he's yoked up and scary, man. <laughs> and he just has this really calm menace to him. Yes, and he totally could be a Jason. Yeah, he could. He totally could be a Jason or a serial killer of some sort. He totally could be his own, like you know, that's actually of the Vince Vaughn. You know, <laughs> he comes once in millennia to come and fuck shit up. You know. <laughs> he- <laughs> He just, is money. He yeah, is money. Yeah. But it's one that you could. What do you think of Bone Tomahawk? I like Bone Tomahawk. So now I'm a fan of this director. Yeah. Uh, so, but they're always slow burns. But the payoffs Building are off. so good. That's the thing. And what's funny is, you know, Bone Tomahawk ostensibly is a western, mm-hmm. but, but a horror western. Yes. Yeah. And with this one, you can definitely say it's kind of a revenge film, mm-hmm. but it's got those horrific elements in it. Mm-hmm. And then Don Johnson also shows up in it, just plain. the skeezy warden it was totally it was totally a slow burn exploitation movie yeah it was you know because it had all the earmarks of the exploitation had the gratuitous violence it had the the secret spoilers uh secret prison Mm -hmm. it had the crusty mean old dean and the, the the warden the warden you know it had all these earmarks of like an exploitation movie but just so slow but then 
somehow. Yeah. Right in the kisser. But, <laughs> much like when the violence hits in Bone Tomahawk, it hits yeah. the same way. So I'm, I'm really anxious to see what he does in the future. But that yeah. was a pretty fun experience. Now, we also had... Now, I'm kind of leaving the really good stuff, I think, here for the end. So mm-hmm. obviously, the reason we do our Halloween Hangover episode is to reflect upon our Nerdoween marathons. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like to talk a little bit about our third one that we had a chance to uh, host and program this year. Um We've always this focused. This was so it, much fucking fun, man. They're always fun, but this one especially, I this think. This one was so much. It just, the whole the whole night worked. It was a good vibe. Yeah, the whole night was just, every. it was, exactly. It's just a good vibe. Everybody was chill, yep. having a good time. The movies were playing like gangbusters. People showed up early to the point that I had a pre-show for the pre-show <laughs> play. And I was right? like, holy shit, you guys are here. So um, for those of you that aren't familiar, we have a chance every year we do our own little marathon at Tapcade where we do our Monday Mystery Movie Night. And we always screen three horror films. Mm-hmm. And much like. Monday Mystery Movie Night, you don't know what they are until we screen them. Right. But we always give you the hint. We always give you the theme. And mm-hmm. so in this case, we were doing anthologies. anthologies. Yeah. And so we kicked off the entire evening. Um, we were kind of paying homage to Tobey Hooper. Uh-huh. And I should say, we were dressed up. Uh, <laughs> as as uh, paying homage to yes. Tobey Hooper. <laughs> Shane Sondage. Dave from summer school. Yeah. Um, but we're we, psychopaths. <laughs> no one called me Francis. It was nice. Um, but we had a chance. We decided because we were doing anthologies, we would go ahead and show toby hooper's uh, segment from body bags mm-hmm. uh which is the eye which played really well because yeah. it's it's kind of a slow burn even though it's only about half an hour but you've got mark hamill and twiggy and some religious underdoings and then some horrific eye torture exactly and then john carpenter at the end being like the crib keeper which if you haven't seen body bags his <laughs> performance it's, it's, just in terms yeah. of the wraparound <laughs> it's worth the price of admission alone it truly is it truly <laughs> is and actually i picked up the latest uh movie anthology by jc uh they've got a bonus 45 and it's the theme from body bags nice which is actually kind nice. of cool yes that was a nice surprise there uh so we opened up with the eye for tobe Hooper, and then we uh our first film and this is the one I'm, what do you think played the best in terms of the three films? Because I really think the first one played the best because this is the one that truly no one had seen. Mm-hmm. I think it's a toss-up between the first and second okay. because the second one no one had seen, nobody had seen, and it was a pleasant surprise. It was, and so we kicked off everything with a film. We kind of we said we're going to show you a cult anthology. Mm-hmm. An unconventional uh, anthology, and then the and classic. A classic anthology, and so our cult one we kicked off, and that's usually kind of the kind of the order we do with a mm-hmm. lot of the, uh, the the marathons. But we opened up with Tales from the Hood, yeah, and the shit they, that set up that set up the theme nicely because then we t- could talk about the shit. All night long, we were truly knee deep in the, the shit. Because if we would have saved that for last, we've been like, we've been like, hey, the shit. Like you'll get it later, you know. <laughs> and I think probably majority of the audience was seeing it for the first time. Uh huh. And the reason I think this vast one majority played so great was, and if you haven't seen it in a while, you need to yeah. see it because it plays more relevant now, absolutely, than it did back in '95. Mm-hmm. But when ultimately the people got their comeuppance. People were reacting in the theater wonderfully, man. There was hooping, there was hollering, like when Corbin Burnson bites yeah. it. Uh, it's it, it was fun. The end. Woo. The when when ah, welcome to hell, motherfuckers. Right? It everybody's like, yeah, it was great. It played wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and I, I'm kicking myself now for not putting any um, little penny you know commercials on yeah. for the pre-show stupid stupid <laughs> uh but our next one that we did was our unconventional anthology in fact we said 
This isn't an anthology. Right. We know it's not classified. But if you look at it a little deeper, then you'll know, see that it is totally an anthology. And we've actually done a commentary track for this particular film, but we uh, screened Anthony Hillcox. Waxworks. Waxworks. Doom, doom. I'm pulling my hair back like the Marquis de Sade right now as we speak. So <laughs> <laughs> The first thing that stuck out to... Oh, my God. And the, Yeah, we did uh, have a little whipping video beforehand, <laughs> which, of course, Devo comes on genius starts laughing uncontrollably with the whip, and it's like, oh, no. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that one definitely a lot of people had not. A majority of the people had not mm-hmm. seen that one. And that one played wonderfully as well. Yeah. And that's one we've been fans of forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we then asked everyone at the end, do you guys think that counts as an anthology? And most people were like, like yeah, yeah, we can see that. We'll yeah. give you that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a little Halloween costume contest as well. We had With some cool costumes. Uh, there was a Hawaiian punch. <laughs> that was, I, I Clever. Yeah. Was, uh, gotta love the, the puns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Robot mm-hmm. and uh, Battle, Battle Royale. Royale. Our friend Abby. Shout yep. out. Fantastic Shout out costume. Abby. And she won. She did. Yeah. Well deserved as well. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up everything again in terms of paying homage to the masters that have fallen. Yeah. And plus you can't really do an anthology retrospective without one of the best fucking anthologies in the whole wide world. The Granddaddy Creep Show. So. Which. I hadn't probably seen on the big screen since I was uh, at a screening with uh, Romero and Savini in the audience no, like so 12 or 13 years ago, mm-hmm. and it played wonderfully as well. Yeah. People were quoting along with Jordy Verrill, be like me or shit. Yeah, it was great. No, I'm uh, telling you, nobody can play a bumpkin or a yokel quite like Stephen King. <laughs> it's it's so natural. And I... I, I Check out Knight Riders. I think he's playing his best yokel in Knight Riders. Like it does does rival Jody Barrel, I will say. It's pretty incredible. But ending everything with Creep Show was wonderful. Just the score, the movies. One of the people in the audience, they're like, I have to leave right now. Because they they are like, I know what's I know what's next. I, I, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. Yeah. Because when the roaches started, like they're like right at the beginning, she's like, Is this the rest of them? And I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be about roaches. They're like, No. Okay. I'll 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 yeah. Thanks. We'll see you next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine because it was the last one but that is the creepiest one yeah, it truly is and it played really well so mm-hmm. ultimately i think everyone had a good time i know everyone had a good time yeah. with that one we did uh went late which is okay because it's a marathon mm-hmm. uh but uh, and what's really funny is we've kind of got an idea of what we're going to do for our fifth one but we're still thinking <laughs> about, about the number fourth four one. yeah so <laughs> the, the inspiration comes we're in thinking ways. the long game it's the it's chess it is. check bitches grandmaster y'all <laughs> well then interestingly <laughs> enough the very next night mm-hmm. we had a chance to co-host uh the dismember the alamo marathon that was a lot of fun so if you were not there for that holy shit um it's the so dismember the alamo it's always four horror films and much like any good horror, horror marathon you don't know what they are until they play mm-hmm. the bonus was this year's uh, dismember was everything was in 35 millimeter which yeah. is pretty damn cool and so the theme were was devils Mm-hmm. Satan. Lord and Savior, the Savior. Hell, Satan. Boogieing with Beelzebub, dancing with the devil, all that kind of good mm-hmm. stuff. Before everything started. <laughs> this we, is awesome. This was kind of incredible. I'm glad we got to be part of this. Yeah. But before everything kicked off, all the lights in the theater went down. Fog and smoke machines kicked in, along with some ambient lighting. So it got uh-huh. really creepy. Smoke filled, like, what the hell's going on? They then put in the, uh, over the speaker, they put in that speech. From the gates. Long ago when the world was covered in darkness. Yeah. <laughs> and we came out in <laughs> cloaks, just hooded cloaks With... and like these big ass candles. And we walked around. And so we all got up in the front. We, as the, uh, the speech gets a little bit more intense. We raised the candles. Up. 
And then everything dropped. We dropped our cloaks. We introduced everything. And yeah. the first film that we kicked off was... The Gate. Yes. Yeah. And what I really liked about the lineup we had for the Dismember this year, and I think I even mentioned it, is the fact that it felt like an international horror buffet. It truly was. We got... We we kicked off with our neighbors from the north. It was a boot. A good, and The Gate <laughs> boot. is so much fun. Yeah. And this was a good, dirty 35 millimeter print. And again... Holy no. shit. How many people haven't seen it is ridiculous. It was in practically the entire audience, yeah. which blew my mind that uh, horror fans that are here for a marathon, four films, that's a long under... Right. Had not Net seen it. the gate. Right. Right. Um, so, but... They enjoyed it. Yes, they did. They enjoyed the shit out of it. <laughs> and when the little Gary Buseys come out, and we had fun with it as well, because mm-hmm. that's obvious. We've done a commentary track for The Gate. It's right. one of our favorites. The Gary Buseys, man. <laughs> uh, still unsettling to this day. We'll never go away. And we had presents and prizes and all as kinds always. of cool shit. As so yeah, Custom uh, intermission in between. So our second film... And this is the one I think played the, it was like the biggest surprise, I think, for a lot of people. I, I'll, I will argue it with the one after that as well. I think that the next, the, the next one played the best. This one, though, this had one everyone was the most reacting. Fun. Yeah, this one was the most, um, we showed uh, uh, Baba's Demons. Yes. It was. <laughs> and now, if, you, if you're familiar with our Halloween hangover, <laughs> our first Nerdoween marathon, we screened Demons. Yeah. And again, it played great. And oh again, God. it's so fucking insane. The end, it just comes, happens out of nowhere. What the fuckery. It, the best part was I was watching the audience reaction. I me saw, too. We were like, Whoa. you could see people like going. They were they were physically reacting like, what is going on? What they couldn't because if you haven't seen Demons, it's well worth your time. Yeah, it's, it's a great movie. Oh my but god! It, the fact of the matter is that we saw it in a theater on thirty five. You know, I just wish we had those masks. Oh my god! That and we just can't. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> I come out in dreads, rip dreams, and just start slapping people, spitting goo and shit at them. <laughs> and it's such a gooey, gory movie, mm-hmm. and it's just so, so over slimy. The top. Yes, it's so gooey and it, and, and and just bug fuckery, and people weren't ready for the no, insanity. they weren't. Because <laughs> the, the gate, yeah, go on, dude. The yeah, gate, it's, it's, it's kind of a transition. You could almost say kid horror, if mm-hmm, you will. You know, mm-hmm. we've talked about, tra- but then you get full on <laughs> shitting people's eyes, um, fucking katana swords, just fucking demons ripping out helicopters teeth coming out, out of, of the- nowhere, just people running over kids, just madness, madness. Gotta love the Italians and their love of excessive gore, <laughs> madness. So the next. I, I, I then think we people, shifted. We sh- oh my we total shifted this one. The, through, Complete tonal. I mean, well, from gate the, to demons was a, a shift, shift but, but this is from going from day to night. We're not pushing the clutch in on this shift, no. unfortunately. This one, so we got uh, Canadian and Italian horror. We then shifted to Korean horror. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about the South Korean revenge films, you know those are some tough watches. And we did screen I Saw the Devil. And this definitely, I think most people probably enjoyed this one the most. Yeah, this is like most people's surprise. favorite. Yeah, yeah, out of the because I talked to a lot of people, I'm like, okay, so out of those, out of the four movies, which one your favorite? The majority of people said, um, said I saw the devil. And that's crazy because that is a it's a mean movie. It is super mean and it is super violent and it is super gory and, and it is super fucking awesome too. It's incredible. What's well, a two and a half hour movie? It it, it went quick. It really did. Yeah. That was my concern, just in terms of the audience and yeah. how they would react. No, it played it played wonderfully, and it's also the fact that you it's old boy yeah. being a very bad man. 
and the gasps i mean the gasps of people in the audience were so audible you'd be here like holy shit yeah i mean well, the violence was, is so visceral mm-hmm. and it's another one that makes you physically react it's it elicits jarring. a response yeah it's incredible but it played so well <laughs> surprisingly so i really I, I didn't think i i didn't think it would play that well but did I. I thought i said i thought we might get a walkout or two with it just with the brazen violence it's so crazy we ended up ending with a film I enjoyed, but I know I don't. I think it was at the wrong place, basically. But it was one of, and two of the people that I asked their favorite one. Was really? The four, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I even, I even said, really? <laughs> and then like, and like, no, yeah, no. Well, we ended up, uh, we went back to the uh, the good old US of A here, and we ended up with Race with the Devil, mm-hmm. which this is the first time I got to see it on the big screen, which was phenomenal. I've never seen it. You hadn't seen that one before? I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. It's it, Well, and what I like about it is, because is it's all about Satan, and uh-huh. the fact that it's basically recreational campers against Satanists for the most part. Yeah. Uh, it's a quick movie as well. That's the only problem. It ended so quick that ending is so abrupt and to end everything so abruptly like that everybody was like what the fuck do we no do one knew how to react what the, the fuck do we end. do right yeah i think i think if we would have placed that first or maybe yeah. even second and yep. ended with i saw the devil yep. but at the same time it was just it was a great movie but just the ending was like boom it's over remember what the hell just happened what, what, wait, wait. Because the ending, the way it ends, it looks like you're ready to go into the next act. Mm-hmm. And then it does just... It just stops. Which is typical 70s, Grindhouse-esque. And the fact that it's 70s, it didn't have like the credits at the end. It goes, the end. <laughs> International pictures. I mean, it stopped. And so and, and so everybody just stopped. Even us, we were like, uh, thanks right, for coming yeah, out, yeah. everybody. Have a great night. You know? We didn't know what to do. I mean, it was just like, holy shit. And everybody was like, Okay. Wow. Okay. Did you guys have fun? Well, yeah. yeah. That was great. Did but... Hot Lips die? What happened there? You know, right? But yeah, I mean, everybody had a great time. It was. Definitely... I had a great time. Well, the best part was we got out at midnight exactly, <laughs> because the previous night we weren't out there till like one thirty or so. Yeah, it was late. And so honestly, though, what I thought was interesting, and we even talked about in terms of making a good marathon, you have to have trailers beforehand. They really kind of cut out the trailers beforehand, but they incorporated them in the intermission, which mm-hmm. I thought worked nicely. Yeah. So ultimately, we got out at a decent time. Exactly. I liked that a lot. And we gave away a couple of t-shirts yes we did we had we had several people because we we'd put it out there you guys if you attended both the nerdoween marathon and then dismember we would give you a free nerd shirt mm-hmm. and we had several people yeah it which was awesome. i love the fact that they did that because mm-hmm. there's some maniacs out there <laughs> maniacs when i came home i watched a movie did you yeah oh my god i watched cr- a movie what'd you end up watching the babysitter the baby oh. the babysitter that was the night i watched the babysitter so perfect perfect like, yeah i was like <sighs> I kind of want to watch another movie, you know. I'm like, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still in gear, you know, and I needed, I needed to like wind down. I went right home and went to bed, man. My old ass. I was like, okay, I'm th- I was thankful we were done at midnight. I was like, this is the best thing that's happened all month. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, staying with the marathon uh, theme, as I always have a marathon here at my house. Mm-hmm. And I usually do four films. Now, this time I ended up only doing three. Uh, but the three that we screened, I opened up with a Wes Craven classic. And I'm kicking myself in the ass that I missed it. Well, I screened Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. And uh, Cena, I still love the film, but it really could be benefited from a maybe 15 minutes 
cut out of it. Yeah. I really think so. Because it kind of drags in the middle. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the opening and the closing yeah. from Scary Horse Pinker to... To, uh, to uh, just stay tuned yeah, Horse Pinker. Cherry Pinker, if you will, you know? Ah! <laughs> uh, the fact that Peter Berg said, Beef, help me out. Just all that played well. Uh, followed that up because last year at my marathon, I ended up screening uh, Hatchet. Uh-huh. Uh, and that one played wonderfully. Uh, our, friend, <laughs> our, our poor friend Caleb, if you remember, we talked about it. You snuck up and scared the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> and so I wanted to stay with the Adam Green theme, and we screened Digging Up the Marrow, mm-hmm. and, which is a fun. We've done an episode on it. It so still good. plays well. Yeah. People screamed. People screamed at that one. People jumped because it comes out of nowhere because you really – Bravo to Adam Green, and we'll talk about that later. But yep. he, he, he makes you focus on one thing, like a good magician. Like you're looking at the left hand while the right hand is doing like trickery, and then rah, rah, yeah. There were two moments there, yeah, and I, I was so happy. I was like, yes, that was perfect. That made everything worth it. And then I followed everything up with It Follows, yeah, which is another one I know you still. Pre, I, it's not for you. I gave it a second shot. Yep. It's still not for me, but I appreciated it better than I did the first time because yeah. no buck flowers. No, that's a guy. <laughs> I knew buck flowers was in the pool. He derails so, everything. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I know because I went in thinking it's buck from the beginning. That way, I don't like buck flowers, right. you know. But like, so like, okay, it's buck. And then like, buck's killing him. Like, just stab buck. Yeah, huh. that'll work. <laughs> Uh, so that was a good time, and then ultimately. <laughs> but no, 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 we forgot you. For, we forgot to mention something about it. It follows. So you know how like I scared the shit out of Caleb when uh, right, during Hatchet. So, <laughs> so we're watching it follows, and like he, he's getting into it, and it just finished a scare, like a big scare, like rah, right? And then, which was weird because it's one of my like. There's no mm-hmm. scares in yeah. it. But anyway. So then he's like just nervous and tense already, right? And he thinks he's like, because it's, it's slow and I just come up. Raw! And I grab him by the by the shoulders. He flips out. He leans back to the point where I have to catch him. Oh, no. So he doesn't bang his head because he fell all the way back, right? And uh, it was glorious. He goes, God damn it, you got me again. And I'm like, <laughs> the great Halloween tradition. It follows, bitch. And then I just. <laughs> And then I went and sat back down. <laughs> Those are the shenanigans that we talked about. <laughs> well, it was a bummer, too, because um, given if the weather had been nicer, we would have been outdoors, which mm-hmm. is the precise reason why I chose that film. Because yeah. it's one that really works it's an outdoors. outdoors movie. And the reason why I had Digging Up the Marrow is inside, because that one really benefits from being as pitch black as possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all in all, a good time was had with that. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to, I think, for me, was the highlight of the month. I will agree. Okay. Okay. I so will agree. We've been talking about it, and we had a chance. Um, obviously, if you're familiar with um, our love of Adam Green, he is currently, actually, technically, he's done now. Yeah. Uh, doing a rolling road tour with Victor Crowley, which was that secret hatchet film that he had secretly filmed, put out, and was, we had. It was all right. It was just all right. It was, it was probably the best time I had in the theater it was in so long. So fucking good. No spoilers here, obviously, because right. but it's. I will say this because I was kind of like, well, how do we, 
Is there a reason for a new Hatchet film? And if you listen to Adam Green, he gives a wonderfully heartfelt George A. Romero anecdote mm-hmm. in terms of what inspired him to create it. And it works. Oh, yeah. I mean... It's honestly... I mean, I love... I lo- Hatchet 1 and 2 are fun. Hatchet 3 is okay. I like Hatchet 3 a lot. Victor Crowley, though, I need to see it again, but I, I put it up there with the original. Yeah. Just in terms of... Well, the fact of the matter is we just finished watching it and we still want to watch it again. I mean, I wanted to watch it another time mm-hmm. right after that at home. I was like, can I buy the DVD right, now? Yes. You know, like, I really want this movie. Um, it was gory. It was funny. It was... And the crowd. It, and it made sense. Oh, yeah. No, and that's the other thing that... Ma- it, it Once you, you're like, well, why is this happening? And then you get to the meat of it and you're like, oh, okay. This does make sense. This yeah, works. I it, can follow. It doesn't the, take you out of it at no, all. No, the continuity works great. And it's a great starter point for people who've never seen the Hatchet yeah, franchise. You don't necessarily have you to. You don't see have it. to because it's just kind of like not not only does it lay it out, but it keeps out the details that we already know, but it just like presents its own self as its own new thing. Mm-hmm. Um bravo. And the audience we saw it with was phenomenal. People, I mean, it was They lost their shit. They lost their shit. They they lost their dicks. They're it was wonderful. It was so good. The the kills are great. The humor's great. Yeah. There's a genuinely sad little kill in there. Yeah, there uh, you is. Know, that was yeah, really, there is. Because An it emotional... happens after a very wild woohoo kill. And then you're like, oh, oh, you, oh. Right? You got, God you, damn. you didn't expect to get like feels from Victor Crowley. No, but you, you do. Not. You know, you're like, oh, wow. And then it just goes back to insanity. And it's. And the ending after the credits roll. Stick around. You have so to stick around. good. I got so hyped. I was like, yes! And I think everybody jumped out of their seat. He got a, like a five-minute standing yeah, ovation from yeah, everybody. It was so fucking good. And then if you stuck around, there was a great Q&A afterwards. We had a chance to participate, which was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It was um, so much fun. Just get in. Let me just say this. Adam Green is a genuinely good dude. Um, he stayed so long for every single person there and gave them... 15 minutes like with each person man yeah. like it was incredible because yeah. he gets it yeah uh, and it was just it was it was a pleasure it was an honor to not to work with him but just to, to help to out meet him and to be make able to sure be a part of it and yeah we just... made it as seamless as possible for him so mm-hmm. everyone else could have a good time and i'm pretty sure everyone did i gave but... him a horror club shirt did you yeah nice yeah i gave him yeah. and um yeah the uh the 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 intern nice nice yeah, yeah. i yeah. gave them both horror club shirts nice. as your honorary members austin the intern austin the intern what was, I was really, yeah i was, was gonna say will but like, i know him from from the fucking podcast and he's like he's like god you know me from the i was like austin the intern he's like oh no and i'm like okay sorry i will say this guys i didn't chris farley at all during the Q&A. no you you were quite I was, professional i was the one making dirty jokes and talking about dicks and you're over there being <laughs> making things go along <laughs> It's the balance. It's the dynamic, you know. <laughs> the sweet um, and the sour. But I definitely think you guys de- do not pirate anything. No, no. Fucking, Make sure. Yeah. But if you have the means, because if, if you he's ask going clowns again, keep pirating shit, we're not going to have cool stuff like shit. Victor. Yeah. No. So don't. No. Don't. It was That's bullshit. But it was probably the most fun I had in the theater. And I mean, the screen crowd, you know, the the the, the marathon crowds, they were great. But this, there was something about it. Maybe it was because he was in the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but he even said, he goes, hey, I, we just did a show about it. He, he was like, he was talking about like he just did a show where they sold out 1,100 seats and the crowd went crazy. He goes, but this 100 people, that not even a sold out crowd. Yeah, the energy. He said, this was the best crowd of the whole thing. People just loved it. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah, it was fun. It, you will have a great time with the with Victor Crowley. Highly, highly recommend it, mm-hmm. uh, and especially all the people that are in it. I was just like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it's a who's who. It is. It's you can great. go IMDb. It's no spoilers or anything, but they're phenomenal in it. Yeah. So, um, man, uh, 
Anything else that we might be missing? Anything else that you saw? A few things, actually. Um, one, Haunted Ween, the video vortex. Yes. You lovable weirdos make it so awesome. Um, it was so much fun. The movies are so terrible, but they're so much fun. And everybody goes in. Everybody had a good time laughing at the movie and not like heckling it, but mm-hmm. you know, just laughing with it. And, mm-hmm. so, and that's the whole point of it because yeah. it's just a stupid fun bad movie i mean even the bad ones are good yeah but also i wanted to ask you um talking about halloween hangover we didn't even talk about what we did for halloween what did you do on october 31st did you do anything cool (laughs) no i had to work all day i taught that night and then Mm -hmm. uh in the evening i did i guess technically i did watch another film Uh, watch i it's halloween I hadn't watched it all year, and I wanted to make sure it's in my regular rotation because it's so much fun, but I had to watch Tales of Halloween. Me too! I watched Tales of Halloween, I watched Trick or Treat, and I watched Halloween 3. Oh wow, that's a hell. That's a great triple feature. Yeah, that's uh, that's my Halloween triple feature, and I even tweeted like, I think I need to make this an annual tradition. That's like not your Halloween, right? Not watch any any of those three movies until, until October thirty first. Because normally I like to watch like a rom com or something stupid. Sure, but I got my rom com fixed with Bring It On, right? which was a great fucking screening. Another great fucking screening. Seems a little cold in here because there's Toros in the atmosphere, and I'm telling you, dude, as soon as we watched Bring It On, then it started getting cold in Kansas City. Did you notice that? Like the day after. After bring it on, fucking it, he brought the toros in the atmosphere. So that's what happened. Um, no, but so no, I had a great Halloween. Um, there I went. <laughs> this is gonna sound hella cheap of me, but <laughs> I went and looked up like where can you get the Halloween deals, right? And so like, <laughs> it's like if you're in costume, you can get blah 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 blah. So I got fifty cent corn dogs. <laughs> from Sonics. I got uh, a $3 burrito from Chipotle. I got a free donut from Krispy Kreme. <laughs> and I got 10% off of the Krispy Kreme donut hole bucket that glows in the dark and it's a ghost. You get like a four-course meal based exactly, on your costume. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And so like, and I'm like, I'm set. So I go home and I get my movies and like, I never get any trick-or-treaters, but I still like to wait because just in case. Just in case. So I got actually a few this year. Really? Yeah, it was kind of cool. I got a, a, and I feel like such an old man for doing this because I mean like a really, an old man because i know i'd never get a lot so i give out full-size candy bars nice, and i give out nice. like toys i mean so whoever comes to my house to trick-or-treat They're they get hooked shit. up right <laughs> but there was like the, these two like these two little kids i mean little little like like four and one was five and i gave them the stuff and i'm like oh, i got something else and i gave him a quarter because i had like a couple of quarters and i was like here you go because i know when shorty was little she'd love to get change and yeah. especially quarters and that's a, that's like fuck, a 20 dollar bill to a two-year-old it's a video game and so, like, I told my friend then, you're such a fucking old man giving out quarters and shit for Halloween. Fuck you. And I'm like, no, no. I gave him other stuff, too. At least you weren't giving out toothbrushes or anything. Right. right? It wasn't like a Werther's original and a Tic Tac. It was like fucking, it, I gave him actual good shit. <laughs> and and a fucking quarter. I mean, I didn't have to give him money. I didn't be happy with fucking a box of raisins. The of- full candy bar is enough. Right. Everything on top of that is the gravy. Exactly. So I think they ultimately benefited from coming over there. And then on Halloween, on the trick-or-treater, on one of the trick-or-treaters that opened up a door, and one of those little fucking trick-or-treaters barged into my house and jumped on my couch and started falling asleep. And so I decided to keep this fucking trick-or-treater, and he's now my new cat. <laughs> Which is my first, like, pet. Which is, uh, yes. And what is the name of this cat? Owen Whiskers. <laughs> I call him Owen because he looks like Owen Wilson. And I've seen the cat, and this is very true. <laughs> but it is not your descent into cat ladiness or no, anything no, 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 like no. that. Just, no, 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 you no. know, new house, new pet. New companion. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I, I kind of wanted to call him Michael Meowers because, like... <laughs> 
because he came in like the night he came home right right? halloween you know but i was like he doesn't look like a michael myers you know no he looks like an owen whiskers he looks like owen he looks like fucking doesn't he look like fucking owen wilson he does look like owen wilson so oh geez there genius like hey man how's it going what you guys doing can i come in and hang out for a little bit hey i know it's all i know it's a little far-fetched and like real new but can i crash here forever i guess what this marathon presupposes is that would no that's that's a hell of a night just in terms of the the triple the triple feature and the fact that you've got a new little running buddy i got i I had all i had a great halloween i had a great fucking halloween season this october was a lot of fun yeah and we were busy now we didn't see 31 films but But i'm gonna make my little count here one two Let's see here. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifty, six, seven, eight, twenty-six films that nice. I saw. You know nice. what? I'm not feeling so bad now. Right? I realized, and honestly, I know a lot of people. They just, for me, this was spaced out. I wasn't overwhelmed. Not exactly. feeling too much pressure. Except for the one weekend. Except, yeah, for, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was rough. That was really rough. But no, this was all in all, I think, a successful October, if you will. Here, here. So thank you, Tales of Halloween and the October Society. God, mm-hmm. I love the October Society. Such I love a that cool thing. name in itself. The fucking October Society, dude. If we weren't Nightmare Junkhead, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and it wasn't trademarked, right? <laughs> I'm gonna get the. Uh, the, uh, the the October lawyers after us there, right? Uh, but no, this was a good good old time. I cannot wait until next October. But mm-hmm. obviously, with Nightmare Junkhead, you know it's horror all the time here. Exactly. And so, we got shit for Christmas plan coming up. Absolutely, so, yeah. of course. And we've got our stuff coming up in November. So you guys, and then also we're just going to put this out here. We're slowly but surely coming up to our one hundredth episode of Nightmare Junkhead. That's just, insane. It really is. It really is. So we're going to throw it out to you guys. What would you like to hear for our 100? Because we want to make it a little bit special. Yeah. So, you know, do we have a special guest? Do we do something special fun? Content. Yeah. What should, we, what should we do? We'll get, throw us up some ideas. Yeah, so hit us up on Twitter at Nightmare Junk and on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. Um, so what do you, anything else there, genius? Nah, I got nothing. I know. We're tapped out here. <laughs> so until next week, oh, gang. Oh, oh. oh, thank you to everybody who made all this Halloween possible. Yeah. Um, thank you to everybody at Alamo, everybody at Tapcade, everybody at Horror Club, Armor. everybody at Armor, everybody everywhere, all of our friends. Everybody, all of you who are listening, listening, I hope you guys had a, if not a good, as good a Halloween as ours, as a better one. So, happy Halloween. And so, until next week, gang, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we will see you in your dreams. Oh.